What is up, everyone? I'm Landon. This is Virality, and today's guest is Leslie. She's an up-and-coming influencer. She's killing it on Instagram, killing it on TikTok, and yeah, she's just a super sweet girl. So let's get right into it. Roll the intro. This is Virality. live so go ahead and give yourself a little introduction hi my name is Leslie Quintero and I am a social media influencer awesome so the first place that I came across you was TikTok I believe you were on my for you page and then I went ahead and I checked out your profile I went to your Instagram and you're just you're killing it on both platforms right now and I kind of want to know what got you started I guess with social media well um it began when I was Actually, I was about 12, 13 years old. I wanted to become a YouTuber at first. I looked up to this YouTuber named Megan DeAngelis. She was a beauty YouTuber. And I even went to her meet and greet and everything. And I felt inspired. And then Musical.ly rolled along. I got into Musical.ly. And that was kind of a dark part. And then after that, I kind of like the social media thing faded away until TikTok started becoming popular. And I saw TikTok kind of as a joke. So I was like, why not like make a video for my friend? And that's how I started TikTok, actually, just making a funny video for my friend. And then a trend came along the smash the super smash bro trend mm-hmm. where you yeah the choose your character and that video got like about 10k views and for me i was super stoked about it so i was like why not just continue it yeah now is that the first thing that you had go viral um like i would say that would be pretty small like but somewhat viral but i had something go on like my first Thing that actually popped off my Instagram that went viral. So now, which one did you actually start to blow up on first? Was it TikTok or was it on Instagram? Um, I would say at first it was TikTok, but then my Instagram started growing even more. It became bigger than my TikTok. Wow, that's crazy. So now fill me in, when your videos first started to like take off, when you started to get all the followers coming through and everything on TikTok and Instagram, what was going through your mind at that time? With TikTok, I was like, oh my God, I'm getting followers. Maybe I should like continue this. Maybe I could actually um, make something out of it. And I like doing the videos too. <laughs> like <laughs> when I did Musical.ly, it was kind of embarrassing something hitting, but like, with TikTok and me actually growing and mixing cool content, I could feel more confident about it. Mm-hmm. And then with Instagram, um, I, w- I wasn't sure how I was feeling. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was baffled, I guess. Yeah, it's definitely a wild experience when you start to get all the notifications on your phone. I know for me, it didn't even feel like it was my phone. But I also want to know now that you have a little bit of more of a following, have you started to kind of change how you post on social media versus how you were beforehand? Well, I began to post less about like school stuff, like for sure. So no one could like chat me. And yeah, I, I became more cautious with that. And then 
my content when I first blew up has changed since then. Like I used to kind of not age appropriate. And then I began to switch it up because I wanted a more positive look on my social media rather than having, like, if you look at these young teen influencers and they're do like, they're showing stuff and they're doing something bad. I didn't want to have that rep anymore. So I changed it. So you've kind of cleaned it up a little bit. Yeah. So now I've seen that you've started to really gather an audience and you have a really loyal fan base. Like your like ratio is really high. Um, have you noticed that you've become more of like an influential person to these people or people are starting to look up to you? Um, at times I do. It's just with social media and my page is like, I'm just at the first step of it. It's not, I don't really feel anything. Like I still can't believe like people actually look up to me or um, are like big fans of me or think I'm really cool and funny because I'm still in my own world, like continuing, finishing up high school actually and living my life regularly as I usually do. So now I'm on TikTok as well and I've posted some videos and I've had a couple go viral with like my own sound and I've clicked the sound button before and I've seen that I actually yeah. have people duetting me and it's super wild to see that and to see that people are like really seeing your content and it's not just numbers on a screen. It's actually people behind that. Mm -hmm. Now, have you had like similar experiences? Yeah. Like, yeah, with my videos even to seeing people duetting them and me just laughing because they're actually funny when people do it. My videos. Yeah. Now I heard you talk a little bit about how you keep your school out of your videos and you keep your home address and everything. You keep all that private for obvious reasons, but was there an incident in particular that made you like really want to keep that stuff private? No, no, actually, um, not really. I have like incidents on my lives where people find out what's going on and then like keep on posting, Oh, this is a school she goes to and this and that. And then I would have um, other people coming back at them saying, stop, stop saying that, be quiet. Because, yeah, there's actually, in any person's life, there's always someone out there who could do something dangerous to you. 100%. And you definitely want to make sure that you're cautious with all that. And it is wild, too, when you just start having fans, you don't really know the extent of what that entails. Because I know some people have had um, fans show up at their houses and, and do things like that. And it's just something that you, you're not really used to experiencing or having to worry about having that happen to you. Yeah. It's a difference when people spotting out in public and then actually going out of their way to find out where you live and all that. Yeah. Now have you been recognized in public yet? Yeah. Um, I have, I've, going out but i would only get dms like saying oh i seen you at this place and no one ever comes up like i guess my face is scary or something they're too scared or intimidated to go up um really yeah i actually try to like push them like if you see me and you really want to say hi just say hi because i'm literally the nicest person i won't get mad or annoyed and if i am in a bad mood like i'll change my mood just like to take a picture with you or do a video with you. 
Well, and honestly, it would probably boost your mood seeing someone out there and like kind of putting a face to someone that follows you and sees your content. Yeah, because that actually makes me happy too. Like, wow, someone actually likes me. <laughs> yeah, now have you had many fans reach out to you in the DMs? Um, I guess so, somewhat, yeah. That's really cool. Now, fill me in on what your family and everyone around you is kind of thinking about what you've got going on. Um, well, my family, well, the adults think that's just a little hobby. It's not something I can make a life out of. Um, that this is going to pass by after a while. They don't actually think it's really big. And they encourage me to like not do any bad stuff online too. Like they want to keep me clean. Yeah. Like specifically my parents too. And my close tias or aunt would want me to keep it more PG. Because mm -hmm. I also make content for high school kids too. Something that they could relate to. Yeah, and it's super difficult nowadays, it seems like, with like the older generation. They 100% do not understand social media or what it really is today. They just have those fears from the past with like, you know, don't post yourself doing this on Facebook because you can't do this later on, which really now it's kind of changed a lot. However, it is good to keep your content clean and keep it friendly for all ages and all audiences. Mm -hmm. But it's important that you don't kind of lose yourself in trying to make content for what other people want and yeah. keep things clean, I guess you could say. Yeah, not like I say, make it clean as don't like be that try hard girl who's try, like showing too much or doing too much. Okay. I mean, like keep it clean by, yeah, just, just not. Just, just, ah excuse me, just not by doing that. And then, and it, I also want to like do the content that I want to do, like where high school kids can relate to, because believe it or not, high school kids do know what um, all these quote unquote bad things are. Oh yeah, for sure. So they can relate to that and they can relate to certain situations, but I also have to make some content that's appropriate for all ages to see too. Yeah, now, specifically with school, how has the response been from all, like, your friends and and teachers and just people in general? Um, well, I walk around school, like, as if no one knows, because I feel like no one knows. But I've heard, like, my friends would tell me, oh, some people were talking about you in my class. And my friend group consists of, like, all, all classmen. So um, my freshman friends would be like, oh, yeah, um, my, some freshman kids were talking about you. Or my senior classmates would say, oh, yeah, um, I heard someone talking about you and this and this and that. And then I've also gotten kids that I've never met before gotten up to me and say that, oh, aren't you that girl who's something on Instagram or TikTok? Well, I've seen you on the For You page. That's cool. Just, yeah, positive feedback, but I've, um, my friends have told me before that I've also gotten negative feedback, but it's not like, oh, you know, she does TikTok. It's more like, oh, she switched up and this and that. Okay. So they're kind of saying that you changed as a person. Yeah. Which I really haven't because I'm basically still me. It's not like 
I'm this big celebrity because I'm really not. It's small part. Yeah, and you know, it's so strange. I can kind of speak on this a little bit since I've kind of been through high school and kind of look back on it now. But a lot of the people that are going to like call you out or say that you've changed or things like that it's more kind of you're outgrowing them and they're jealous of the growth you've had Mm -hmm. and really anything that they say to you is going to be based more around their own shortcomings and the things that they wish that they were doing for themselves and they're going to kind of project that outwards towards you yeah and they also take like me unfollowing them as as a personal attack like if I'm too good for them, which is not the reason why I unfollow people. I unfollow people if I'm not really close with them. They don't really take the time to ask me how I'm doing. Yeah, and it's super wild, too, because back when I was in high school, social media was a thing, but it wasn't exactly what it is now. And I've noticed, too, it with especially with the younger generation, if you, like, unfollow them or you don't like their pictures or you, like, um, watch their story but don't interact and things like that, they almost view it like you're being malicious towards them and mm-hmm. like trying to start stuff. I know, and I don't understand that. Like being a 2002 kid, my first, my first um, social media account was a Twitter account. And it was in elementary school. I didn't, I didn't even need one. I just made one because I saw other people do it, and I saw my older sister had a, had done it, and we just we grew up off of it. Yeah, and well, now with your social media, where do you see yourself kind of going in the future, like gravitating towards? I guess I'm just aside from social media, I want to pursue like modeling or something. But I know for sure thing I'm gonna continue with is college studying, just in case, because social media, your career can end out of nowhere. Very true. Depending of like what type of creator you are. So I want to have that background to fall back on if my social media doesn't really work out in the long run. But with aside from the social media thing, going off of that, I would love to pursue modeling or um, art or something. Something creative because I'm, I'm that type of person. I'm a creative person and I don't really like sitting around listening to like lectures or going on computers. I'm a handsy person. Yeah, now have you always been creative or have you always gravitated more towards like artistic things growing up? Yeah, (laughs) in kindergarten we had a career day where we all said what we wanted to be when we grew up and I actually said I wanted to be an artist when I grew up. Nice. And yeah, I always loved dancing and singing painting, drawing, and then when social media came into my life, I love making videos and all that. Yeah, and I'm sure with, like, you always being creative, it just kind of felt right. Yeah. Now, I noticed, too, in a lot of your videos, you're doing dancing stuff. Like, do you have a background in dance, or do you just kind of roll with it? I had some background in dance. I did, um classes when I was younger in elementary and then I also did cheer for a little while and currently right now I take dance classes at my school it's not the team but it's we do we have a comp yeah we do like one competition we do showcases 
and yeah. Cool. Now fill me in. How does dance class kind of differ from TikTok dances? Well, TikTok dances and dance class are completely different. Dance class, you your whole body's being used. Like it's every movement and there's different styles and techniques that you're learning. So for my class, we learn contemporary jazz and hip hop. So we get, we become well-rounded and as dancers. So do you think the classes that you're in now and like the background that you've had in dance, do you think that helps you pick up the TikTok um, dances faster? I feel like, I feel like my memorization skills probably helps me pick it up. I've, cause when I implied that to my TikTok and learning TikTok dances, I started implying learning at, um, TikTok dances and looking at their movements into my actual dance class so I could pick up the moves easier. Nice. Now, I heard you mention earlier that you wanted to be a YouTuber when you were younger. Is that something that you think you're going to be rolling into sometime soon? Um, yeah, that's something I want to do after high school, so probably maybe the start of summer but don't mark my words i just want to have more time to fix everything and focus on like what i really want to do on that platform yeah what kind of stuff have you been like thinking about are you going to go more towards like the vlog kind of thing are you going to do traveling stuff challenge videos with your friends like gonna just like document cool things that happen throughout your life what what are you mainly going to focus on um, an idea I had was like, yeah, following my life, but me trying different things and new things. But I also don't want to be put in this small picture of I only do this. Yeah. I want to be able to do all sorts of videos mm-hmm. other than like, oh, just vlogs or she just does challenges or she just does fashion videos. I want to do everything. So you want to be more of like a personality than just someone that's like locked into one kind of content. Yeah. And honestly, that's that's the best way to do it because you can gather a large audience that way and you are you can become more of a versatile creator. And I tell you what, too, is like right now with everything that you're doing with like TikTok and Instagram, you're really getting used to being in front of the camera and like you're getting all the awkwardness out of it and the shyness out of it. And because it is strange when you're like, hey, what's up, everyone, blah, blah, blah. You do that so many times and it is weird every time you do it, but I can guarantee that from your first TikTok video that you made to like now, you've got to be much more comfortable in front of the camera. Yeah, much more. <laughs> and honestly, in a strange way, TikTok and Instagram and all this stuff now is kind of like going to school. Yeah, exactly. And with, and it's also that platform or that school which branches you out into bigger opportunities. Speaking of opportunities, have you had any brands reach out to you recently or have you done anything with any companies? Um, Small Instagram brands. I have, yeah, I've done stuff with small Instagram brands. That's cool. Did you like the whole experience of working with another company? Yeah, <laughs> I like the idea of getting like clothes and stuff. Yeah, it's super cool, and it's it's awesome with all the opportunities that come along with like social media fame or status or whatever you want to call it. It's just so many things and doors open that you would have never had the opportunity for. Mm, yeah, I never would have thought. 
Now, have you been able to like meet up with anyone from social media, like um, other influencers that are killing it on TikTok and Instagram as well, and kind of become friends with them and work on content ideas and stuff? Yeah, actually, um, when I went to VidCon this year, I met so many people and people I like have talked to before in line and I became like good acquaintances with them. And I also off of like calling apps, I've met a lot more other influencers and became closer friends to them as well. Yeah. And then my experience too with influencers, like I've befriended some that I've met in in person. I've had many people on the podcast and everyone in this like world of social media, it seems they're all so nice for the most part. And they're so willing to like help and they're so supportive and everyone wants to share the advice that they have with each other and things like that. And I don't know for you, like, have you had the same experience? Yeah. Cause I feel like, cause when with TikTok especially, people can get a lot of hate from it because they say, oh, they view TikTok as that weird, cringy platform. And they look at you like, oh, you do TikTok. So you get hate from that. And then also hate from comments and stuff that people might get, which make people more nice and more accepting towards each other in the community. Yeah, I've noticed that. And also, like, with the fans and or just people on TikTok, the users, not just influencers, I've noticed that if you get, like, a negative comment in your comment section, everyone is really quick to, like, jump on them and really support you and call them out. Have you noticed that at all with, like, your comments? Um, I have. Yeah, I think I have had that. I don't. Okay, I look at my comments when I first view, um, see my video and then after a certain amount of days I'll go back and look at my co- my comments and I have seen that before and I mostly see that on my Instagram too yeah but the the mean comments just don't really face me though yeah they they don't like you hear a lot of creators talk about how it bothers them or how they're like you just can't read them or you just can't do this to me to be honest i read them and they don't actually affect me so like go ahead and post it help me boost my engagement that's fine but they don't necessarily have like a negative effect on me like i feel like some people do or say that they do is it the same for you um i no i'd say that it depends on my mood which i'm mostly in a good mood but if i were in a bad mood I would look at the comment and I would want to like roast the person or like make fun of them back. But I keep my cool. I don't say anything because I know it's stupid. and I'm just in a bad mood, but I'm mostly a positive person when it comes to interacting with people. So, well, honestly, you come across as very happy and like upbeat and you come across very genuine as well which is really good because I'm talking to you and to be honest, it doesn't seem like you have a facade or like a fake personality up. It just is like you're being you, which is great. Yeah, and if you could tell how like I'm speaking and studying, just trying to get my words right. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Like these personalities have that already fixture and we're trained or even like trained by their parents to talk a certain way to like mm-hmm. reporters and stuff. 
Well, so the cool thing about all that is that when you do an interview or something along those lines, you go back and you listen to it again and then you go, wow, I wish I said this or I wish I didn't talk this way. And you give yourself notes. And then the next time you do that interview, you put those notes into action. And then the next time around, you have more notes. And you continue to do this until you like eventually get to the point where you're like, it doesn't even register. I'm so good at this. I've got my personality down. I've got everything down. And then that's when everything just feels supernatural and there's no nerves, there's no anything, and you can just roll with it. Yeah. What I want to fix on is my communication, my speaking skills, because I stutter a lot and then I don't know what to say. I get really nervous. I interrupt because I talk a lot. I feel like the conversation is dead, so I have to say something for it to keep going. Yeah, and honestly... I think everyone kind of suffers with that, not just you. And I mean, we all kind of do it and second guess things we say or how we talk. But overall, would you say that you're like an introvert or are you more of an extrovert? Well, um, I used to be the biggest introvert until like VidCon came along. When VidCon came along, I was actually forced to make conversation with people and other influencers so I could have like, have friends in the platform, which allowed me to be more confident and with speaking to other people. But I still have like introvert tendencies. I still get like anxiety at school. If I, if I can't see anyone I know and I'm like in public alone, I get like scared and start feeling panic. Or when I'm in my classrooms, like a new classroom and I don't know anybody, or I know someone, but I feel like I'll annoy them if I go to them and create conversation. I just sit there in my desk alone, just quiet, plug in my earphones. And yeah. Yeah, I know for me personally, I used to be pretty quiet and um, I wouldn't go up to many people or talk to many people. But I was also the person that, like, if you came up and talked to me, we would talk for hours, and I loved nothing more than to talk to people. So I just came across as pretty shy and things like that. However, as time's gone on, I've gotten more comfortable with myself and who I am. So I can really, I'll talk to anyone. Like, I was, before becoming an introvert, I was an an extrovert, but I was very loud and annoying and I'm a weird person, so I said the weirdest things without even thinking. So that kind of made made me lean into being an introvert more. And then mm-hmm. social media became my thing, so I had to break out of that. And yeah, I still <laughs> I'm still a weird person. I'm still me, so I will still slip out and say some weird things. But I had to watch out. Like I'm not close with everyone, so I can't really say certain things with certain people. Yeah. Now, do you think that being on social media and having some traction on there, do you think that that's helped your confidence at all? Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Now, with social media in general, what would you say was like that point where you kind of stopped using it as like your own personal thing, like, hi, what's up, everyone, for friends and family, to, like, you started using it for an audience, and when was the point that you had to, like, take it more serious? Um, the point was, I got to the point when my video, one of my TikTok videos blew up on Instagram. 
that's so cool how your content can cross platforms like that and now I watched some of your videos too and it looks like you're lip syncing with like Spanish music do you speak Spanish Yeah, I'm not like entirely fluent because I grew up learning both languages at the same time. And then there was a point of time where I wasn't able to practice my Spanish and I didn't really take the time because teen didn't really care. But I'd say my Spanish is decent, broken, but I choose to seek I choose to speak Spanglish instead of Spanish or just English. Gotcha. So it's like a cross between both. Yeah. Now, when you were growing up, was there someone in like the house that always spoke Spanish? Um, the, the majority of like the older people, like my grandma and her siblings and my dad, they're the ones who only speak Spanish and they could understand a little bit of English, but they're just Spanish speakers. Okay, so you kind of learned it out of necessity then. Yeah. But honestly, that's such a good skill to have nowadays. I mean, I'm jealous. I can barely speak English. <laughs> Me. Seriously, though, I don't think I'll ever speak perfectly, to be honest with you. But this is an awesome place for us to wrap things up. I've really enjoyed talking to you. Where can they find you on social media? You can find me on TikTok at LeslieAQ underscore, L-E-S-L-I-E-A-Q underscore. And on Instagram, same thing. And that concludes this episode of Virality. I hope you enjoyed it. All of Leslie's socials will be linked down below. Rate us five stars. Hit that subscribe button. And we'll see you next time. Thanks. Take it easy. Peace.